Hey there, hi there, ho there, what is up, people? Welcome to the latest episode of Sports Frenzy 2.0. He's a conquistador, Dave Heights. He's the maestro, Kevin Crane. Glad to have you aboard, as always, here, taping Wednesday night, June the 7th, 2023. This will hit tomorrow morning, Thursday, June the 8th. And boy, do we have big, massive news in the sports world. And it's not baseball, it's not the NFL, it's not NASCAR, it is golf. Jay Monahan got paid off by the Saudis. Holy crap. Shocking news yesterday. Early Tuesday morning, June the 6th, the entire landscape of the world of professional golf has changed forever and i am not overstating that no the not saudis at all. now own professional golf is basically what it boils down to yep yeah jay monahan the commissioner the of commissioner the pga, of the PGA sold his soul didn't have any of the players Nothing. in the loop this this guy all of a sudden is in secret meetings over the weekend, over the last couple weeks, with the uh, the Saudi and public investment fund, the yeah, PIF, the, the PIF, which we've heard so much about here over the that, last forty eight oh, hours, it's blood money. Oh, you can you can say what you want. Kyoshi, the I eleven, everything that Monahan railed on against the players who went to play live. Gone. Complete hypocrisy. Money talked. He listened and left Rory McElroy hanging out to dry. And Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods and everybody else who stayed with the PGA. Yeah. Yeah. They've they've made examples like Rick, Ricky Fowler turned down 75 million from Live Golf. Tiger Woods, of course, turned down 800 million. Given the physical shape he's in, can you just imagine? Yeah, it's... turning that down now. I look at it like this. Here's the thing: it was going to happen at some. They point. had the money. The Saudis had the money. They could afford to lose money on Live Golf for two, three, four years before they might eventually say, "Okay, that's enough." Yeah. Can't throw any more bad money after bad money. But by forcing the PGA's hand to start upping purses. Yeah, they didn't have the money to be able to compete. Exactly. And I'm not hearing enough people talk about that. Yeah, the PGA did not have the money to be able to compete by trying to up the salaries or the purses for everybody. Yeah, literally, the old cliche, put, the, put your money where your mouth is, comes into play here because... Jay Monahan and everybody in the PGA were, oh, this is great. We're going to make things better for the players. That was victory number one for all the, the live golf people. That's why they left. They wanted to see more money coming in for everybody. And then victory number two, of course, comes yesterday morning, where basically Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, all the guys that took the live money, now get to keep all that money, that signing bonus, quote-unquote money. Yep. 
Whereas Ricky Fowler, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, who didn't. They get nothing. Yeah. So, are they going to use this PIF money to try and generate goodwill? Will the players even accept it? Well, all we know now is they're still working out the final details, but it looks like that the PGA will run the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and the European Tour, known as the DP World Tour. But in the end, the Saudis own it all. They are the major backers. They're the only backers. Yeah. And they now have first right of refusal to either punch money in, push money in, or tell anybody who wants to get in, okay or no. no. And the first casualty, Greg Norman. Out. That might be something they're trying to do to appease Rory McIlroy. Potentially. Because Rory just hated, hated Greg Norman. Hated him. Yeah. So, yeah, the McIlroy and Monaghan had nothing positive going with Greg Norman. So this is probably the capitulation. Yeah, I'm not, one, I'm not going to cry for Greg Norman. I'm no, sure he'll he be fine. he got paid just fine. Yeah. So. But you got you to gotta uh, say, this makes Phil Mickelson look smart. Everybody the aforementioned who golfers who went over look smart. And Monaghan looks like a complete douchebag. And a lot of people say that this is all on Brooks Kepka. Because him winning the last major was a wake-up call where they they were all saying, okay, now what do we do? A live golfer's winning a quote-unquote PGA Tour event, even though technically it's open to everybody, past right. champions, whoever. But they were looking at it and they were seeing the writing on the wall and saying that the live golfers were kind of rising to the well, challenge. They were going to be able to chip everything? away. They were going to chip away and they were, they might not win every major. They might not win every two or three, but they're going to, but they win one the a year, one or two, every couple years. And they're going to they finish just, in the top five. They would be irritated. They were going to be there. Yeah. But yeah, Jay Monahan looks completely, just completely awful, completely terrible in this. Um, not communicating with the players. Keep. I, I will say, in this day and age, for this to be kept that secret, unbelievable. That's impressive. Then nobody knew this was coming. Well, one person did, but we'll get to that at the end of the show. So we'll see how this all works out. This will go into effect in 2024. Yep, they've got time to hash out all the details. Right. So, interesting. Extremely interesting development in the world of golf. Of course, now the conspiracy theorists are all going crazy about who's next. Live basketball? Or are we going to have live basketball? Really? Do you are think they gonna... they're going to try and compete with China? Who knows? Maybe. Baseball. And the NFL is probably the only one right now that's untouchable. That, yeah, there's no way in hell. Even though they could invest in the USFL <clears throat> or the yeah. XFL. 
that yeah i think they've seen the ratings there i what are you talking about i heard last week there were like five people watching the usfl <laughs> and that was just in iowa dave <laughs> just in iowa just in iowa i i told you i watched the first couple weeks of that last year that was enough for me. I didn't watch a single minute of the XFL. I'm done. Yeah. It's just never going to work. Spring football's never going to work. No, there's too much other stuff going on. Speaking of other stuff going on, we have the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals to discuss. We do. A little bit of uh, other news involving hockey and basketball. Well, just when you think after game one, Dominating performance by the Denver Nuggets. Lo and behold, Jimmy Buckets leads the Heat to winning Game Two. Was it really Jimmy? I don't no, think it was Jimmy. It wasn't. It was. It was a good team effort. Yeah. Now, do I believe he is the leading heart and them? Soul? Yes, leading yes. them, being the inspirational leader. Yes. But the other guys, again, you don't need the mega million dollar players. The Heat are proving that right now. They They've are. got one. They've got one. And a bunch of guys who want to play ball. Yep. And you could say that with Denver, too. Well, they do have the best player on the planet. They do. So, Sorry, LeBron. No, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But the Heat have made it interesting. Now, tonight, here, probably about an hour from now, as we tape, Yep. Tip off for game three. In Miami. Because, of course, the NBA's got to drag this son of a bitch out forever. I think I saw the final game, if it goes seven, is June the 18th. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Because now we got to almost every game has to have two days off in between. That is Travel abs- or not. It's stupid. I think this is the only game going from game three to game four where there's only... It's a two-game gap where it goes, or it goes from Wednesday to Friday. Ridiculous! You have to speed this crap up. It's ridiculous well, the how NHL's long NHL's doing the same thing. I know so. it's absolutely stupid. All right, I want to throw a number at you. I didn't know if you knew this. Just a little statistical fun fact. So I, you mentioned the Nuggets, and of course. Nikola Jokic, again, I think he has proven to be the best player on the planet. Even though the racist Kendrick Perkins somehow screwed him out of an MVP by talking about how Joel Embiid deserved it more because he's black. Bullshit. Anyway, race has nothing to do with it. Here's some numbers for you. Kendrick, here's some numbers for you. After game one. There are three players in NBA playoff history with 15 playoff triple-doubles. Three players in history who have gotten 15 triple-doubles in the playoffs. Obviously, the Joker is one of them. You're spoiling the punchline, dude. (laughs) Joker, punchline, get it? Yes. Really, in the end, this is my way of trying to rip on LeBron, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Now, who I've always said is better than LeBron, who doesn't get the credit, even though I was never a big fan of his in the day. 
Magic Johnson, 30 playoff triple-doubles in 190 playoff games, okay? The great and glorious LeBron James has 28 playoff triple-doubles in 282 playoff games. Nikola Jokic, 15 playoff triple-doubles in 64 games. Hmm. Do the percentages, kids. Hmm. I I hope your teachers have taken time out from talking about swapping genders at school to teach you basic math and how to figure out a percentage. And if you do the percentages on those three, LeBron ends up last, Jokic by far, ridiculously, ridiculously ahead of the pack. Absolutely. In other (sighs) NBA news, head coaching, vacancies are now completely full. Right after we finished last week's episode, the Pistons break the bank, giving Monty Williams six years, $78.5 million. Wow. Boy. Let, let, let's hope that he can earn it. He was on his way in Phoenix, and then the new ownership group down there did not care for him for whatever reason. They wanted to bring in their own spin on things. Well, they got Doc Rivers. Good luck. No, they did not. Oh, no, they didn't. They did not. We talked about this last week. He was the front runner. He was the front runner. They went with Frank Vogel, who, of course, has a ring to his name with the uh, aforementioned LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers. Yep. So it's amazing how you've got... I don't want to say sob stories with the head coaches in the NBA, but Monty Williams, again, I agree with you. He was run out of town. Run out of town in Phoenix. Frank Vogel, run out of town in L.A. By LeBron. Even though he was the only coach they've had who's got him a ring. So now Frank Vogel goes in with Phoenix. Thank God they showed a little bit of sanity staying away from Doc Rivers. That was a good move on their part. And now news comes down today. The second pretty smart move on their part. They have waived Chris Paul. They said bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good. He hasn't played. So now who knows what their next move is going to be. Are they going to try to bring in somebody else? to pair up with Durant, with Aiton, with, uh, you know, they they have got a good roster. They have a really good roster. Yeah. They've got good role players. Who can they get to help put them over the top? I just... Don't get Kyrie. Oh, Dave, with a good segue. You like that one? That was a great segue because that was my last NBA headline. Was, of course, rumblings, rumors of, around the NBA, very unhappy with the fact that Kyrie Irving somehow had to get this little nugget of news out during the finals to distract from the championship series. Because it's got to be about him. And who else? Mr. LeBron. 
So Kyrie Irving, number one, assuming he's going to get a contract from Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks, now is trying to recruit LeBron James to Dallas, not the other <laughs> way around, not the other way around, which oh. we all assumed. We all assumed it would be Kyrie going to the Lakers. No, now it's Kyrie saying, I want to stay in Dallas, and I want to bring LeBron here with me. <laughs> he, oh, the he, balls assuming, on this guy. Assuming that he's going to get a contract. After all the destruction that he's left in his wake over the last seven, eight years. He did nothing to help Dallas down the stretch. They got worse. They got worse. Exactly. Look at the numbers. Look at the record. They, they got, got worse. got worse when they brought that cancer into the organization. And he's such a pathetic human being. Every time you call him on something, he tries to turn it back around on you. Yeah. It, the guy is a nightmare. Avoid him. Oh. Well, the Celtics decided to keep their head coach. Missoula. Yeah, pushing that series from 3-0 to, yes, losing 4-3, but at least but winning at least those three. they got back in it. Right. But they did bring in a new assistant coach, Sam Castle. I remember him from the Rockets. Yep. Yep. So he has been brought in as the assistant. Maybe the heir apparent? Probably. Probably. So there you go. But with this this coaching stuff in the NBA, I don't get it. Baseball's similar, where they just love the retreads. They love, but in baseball, it seems like it's a little more clearly delineated. We'll talk about it more later on when it comes to like the Texas Rangers. A retread coach who's got a. a a very solid resume of success. Right. That's one thing. And the other team is the old team stupid enough to let him go. But, but you know, Frank Vogel, Monty Williams, I mean, and Doc Rivers sitting out there, he's the one right now without a chair. It's musical chairs. Yeah, as it usually is. Played to crappy, awful rap music. Because that's what the NBA is. And we're waiting, once the finals are done, again, going to be going on for the next 75 days. Once the finals are done, Mr. Dramatic, Commissioner Adam Silver, I will then announce the penalty for Ja Morant before I climb into my spaceship and go back to Uranus. <laughs> LeBron's anus? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not your anus. It's not my anus. It's LeBron's anus because that's firmly where he's entrenched. And since he doesn't have any hair, at least he's not getting anything stuck in that. But it's a smooth entry. <laughs> Little lube. Little Vaseline. <laughs> right up in there. Right up in there. Moon River. <laughs> It'll help LeBron sell those flops a little bit better there you go all right nhl so far it's not much of a competitive finals 
the Golden Knights are just taking it to the Panthers. It, it's not even close through the first two games. Now I saw there was some hard hitting in the second game. Yeah, on both sides. Yeah, they they were starting to bring the physical play, so it could get a little chippy coming up for Game Three when they head down to Florida. But we'll see what happens. And of course, the big news that we should discuss because, of course, he played for the Blackhawks and, of course, is now a Blackhawks legend is Patrick Kane and his situation where he is now out four to six months after hip surgery. Yeah, that's so you kind of wonder. You knew his hip was bothering him. He, he missed time with the Hawks before he came back for a couple games and then got traded to the Rangers. He was not himself with the Rangers. You could tell he was being bothered by that hip. So how limiting is that going to be for him the rest of his career now? Well, and again, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed tears for multimillionaire, but this is going to diminish his value on the free agent market. For sure. So kind of sad. Um, to see how this is kind of wrapping up for Taze and Kane. Yeah, Taze, that long COVID and all the complications he's had from when he got that. And then now with Kane with the hip issues, things take their toll. Yep. All right, kids, that's going to do it for segment one here this week on Sports Frenzy. But don't worry, two more segments coming. We're going to throw you a little curveball at the end of the show, by the way. A little bit of a curveball. You will not believe it. You you think you know the format. Maybe a little sticky stuff on that curveball to really, really put some spin on it. But coming up next, we've got to talk about the NFL News of the Week. Yes, there is NFL News of the Week. Stadium News, taking most of the headlines. Yep. And then, of course, our weekly look at Major League Baseball and how a week changes things. How the White Sox now have hope. <clears throat> and the Cubs, go ahead and say it. <clears throat> you do it better than me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now they're just, right. just picture the old episodes of All in the Family. Archie when Poker. Edith says something and Archie does it, Edith. <laughs> Hang out for just a quick promo break, kids, and Dave and I will be right back. This episode of Sports Frenzy 2.0 is brought to you by the Bills Mafia Marital Aid Company. Because when you are down and out, we'll bring you back up and in the game. Sports Frenzy 2.0 on Spotify, Anchor, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Apple, Overcast, CastBox, and Stitcher. All right, kids. Segment 2 of Sports Frenzy 2.0 coming at you here, dropping June 8th, 2023. I'm the Conquistador Dave Height. And I am the maestro, Kevin Crane. And now we're going to talk Start off with baseball here on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, 
Amazon, Audible, iHeartRadio, our new platform, Apple, Overcast, CastBox, and Stitcher! Stitcher will always be our favorite just because of that. Yes. We we have No, we love you all. We, we love, love you, you all. all, but it's just I fun heart to you end all. up. I heart you all. <laughs> we have to have our little It just doesn't sound right punch. going Radio Public! I heart radio! It doesn't have the no. same No. Stitcher! Don't forget to check out the Facebook page for our weekly baseball and NASCAR picks. In the fall, of course, you will also find each and every week college football and NFL picks. And don't forget Saturday mornings, the weekend edition. Yeah, we have got a lot coming up for your hangover cure this Saturday morning. It's it's, it's a chock full episode again. Double shot album reviews, movie reviews, shows, trailers. Things are starting to pick news. up again, kids. Things are starting to pick up again. Summer is here. Everybody's putting out new stuff now. New shows, re- returning shows. We've got good content now for you this summer. After a little bit of a lull there. Yep, so get ready. But first, we continue the trials and tribulations of our baseball teams. Well, I would say you guys had a pretty good week. The White Sox. Sox have not been playing bad of late. We swept the Tigers. Yeah, four in a row Got overall. Four in a row coming in. We took the first game of the series against the Yankees. Uh, yeah, Sunday was good. Liam Hendrick wound up getting the victory on a walk-off grand slam by Jake Berger, his 12th of the year. And then he got his first save. Monday night, the or Tuesday night, the sixth in Yankee Stadium, holding on to a three-two victory after six shutout hitless innings by Giolito. Now, aside from, of course, again the great story from Liam Hendricks, which you know, the last couple of weeks we've acknowledged. What about the game the night before Hendricks won? The extra His. innings affair where the home plate umpire gets hit, hit in the, in the face, face with oh a fastball leading to a wild De- pitch. Detroit's leading to pitcher throws one above the catcher, pops the home plate ump square in the face mask, drops him to the dirt. The poor catcher didn't know if to check on him or go after the ball as Moncada comes trotting in from third base for the go-ahead win. Yep. God, that that was wild. That was that was a scary scene. Yeah, so right now the White Sox 27 and 35. Four and a half out now. Right. Still I think the twins are fourth. playing right now as we're taping. Four and a half. And again, the twins, we've mentioned this for weeks and weeks, how abysmal the central divisions are oh, in both the AL and the NL. Bad. The twins are only one game above 500 in first place right now. Again, playing as we tape. So if it wasn't for that 10-game losing streak in April, the Sox could be right in the thick of it. A lot of people wondering why uh, they pulled Giolito with a (sighs) no-hitter. He had three walks given up, and he was at 100 pitches 
through six innings. You cannot go. There was no way no, he was. There was make no nine. way he was going to go nine at a hundred pitches. So you might as well. Six. You might as well pull him. It's not like he had him. a perfect game going, right? Because of the three walks early. So and the Yankees were were taking him deep in the counts. They were fouling things off, which ran the count up. But still, he per, he got through it. So look, it's pretty damn good. Well, let's stick with the, the White Sox and the Yankees, of course, playing right now, but not tonight. No, postponed because of smoke invading from those wildfires up in Canada. Yep, game in Philadelphia also postponed tonight. Now, the White Sox got a break because over the weekend you had the the Battle of the Behemoths as National TV just loved it, ate it all up. Uh, Dodgers and Yankees out on the West Coast in Chavez Ravine. But Aaron Judge making a spectacular catch. Into the fence. Crashes through Dodger Stadium's fence slash gate, whatever the hell that was. And Um, hurt his big toe. Yep. So now he's on the I.L. For you, good luck. You don't have to deal with the right. reigning MVP. Yes, Stanton's back, but he's just come back. And we all know every time he comes back from injury, it takes him a couple of weeks to even get going. Yep. So I could see the, the White Sox doing we, some we damage here. Do but a little bit. All they got to do tomorrow with the doubleheader is split. Now that they're playing tomorrow, they're playing two. Yeah. You win two we, out of three. We, we take two out of three from the Yankees. I'll take that anytime. Yep. I guess we have to move on to the Cubs. Um, I don't know. What to, I still don't know what to make of this team. 26 and 34. They are also in fourth place. They are six and a half behind the Milwaukee Brewers. I still hate David Ross. Was it late Saturday night? They actually were on FS1, so I could watch the game and I flipped it on briefly. And I see the starting lineup. And you go, what the hell are you thinking? I turn the game off immediately. David Ross, this past Saturday night, third of the way through the season. Okay? You can screw around. You screw around the first month. You screw around in April. You know, trying to get guys' confidence up. Trying to, you know, figure out who's going to come through for you, who's not. Okay? Not in early June. Third of the way through the season. You should have a set lineup already. His leadoff hitter against the Padres in San Diego, Mastrobueni, hitting 149. Who? Yeah. You could say who. You could say why. You could say what. 149 batting average going into the game Saturday You do not leave somebody off off with that abysmal average. Good Lord. If we want to get him some playing time. Nico Nico Horner slumping a bit, so we got to shake things up. No, you don't. No, 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 no. It's got to be Nico at the top. I don't care if he's in a little bit of a slump. He gets to play through a slump. You do not put somebody with a 149 average in at so the need, top of the order. Needless to say, the Cubs got shut out twice 
in San Diego. Once, of course, by huh, you, Darvish, who we uh. couldn't afford to pay $20 million a year, which is bullshit, given how much money they wasted on Jameis Atayon. God. Now, good news for me, at least, as a fan, Kyle Hendricks is back. Kind of getting his legs under him after almost a year off. He's been okay. I want to give him a little bit more time. Needs a couple more starts to see what he's going to be. Yeah, which will probably be trade bait. Probably. So if he pitches well, he's gone. If he doesn't pitch well, he'll be released. DFA'd. Yeah. But at least the Cubs can say, Kyle Hendricks was not the complete and total waste of money that Jacob DeGrom oh, is turning wow. out to be. Yeah. Oh, how many starts did he have? Not many. Like and, maybe six? And again, our and... argument our argument that we've put out here for years and years on Sports Frenzy about how guaranteed contracts are destroying baseball and are destroying basketball, there's proof positive there's exhibit 1a yep just signing a five-year 185 million dollar fully guaranteed contract yeah he doesn't start the season with the team because he's dinged up gets a handful of starts in and now he's gone with tommy john surgery yep surgery on his ucl at least done for the 2023 season i would not be shocked if it it's going to go into next year and, and again this now ties everything back to what we were talking about earlier with retread coaches which i wanted to bring up the rangers didn't need him this is wasted money this is literally money yeah. flushed down the toilet the rangers didn't need him they they're, are dominating right now without him they're keeping the astros at bay they are dominating the AL West without him because you know why? The smarter signing, the cheaper signing was Bruce Bochy. One of the best managers ever. Three-time, three-time World Series champion manager with the San Francisco Giants. This is the kind of move you have to make. You don't need the big Injury risk star player. You need the guy who can lead the players. Yep, the guy who's done the most with the least. Because those were some Giants teams that weren't the most talented. No, the Giants are not known for spending crap tons of money on no. players. They'll spend a little bit. They're not the A's. They're not the Pirates. They'll, but they're also not the solid, Yankees and the Mets. Right, they'll put a solid team together. Right. But they had a manager who could pull it all together. And if you want to talk about the Giants for a second, they got really lucky, as did the Mets, it looks like, by not signing Carlos Correa. Yeah. Who yeah, is who still is... wallowing in obscurity up in Minnesota, who yeah. were winning despite him. Yeah, because he was on the IL as well. Yeah. So, again... You do you want to own a, a, a professional sports franchise? More power to you. You cannot break the bank on a player. No, 
Tampa Bay, Houston. We've talked about it and talked about it. The model of how you do things. Atlanta. Atlanta. Although they screwed me last week, losing two out of three to the Oakland A's. How, do you, how the hell does that Pittsburgh, happen? Pittsburgh just lost. They two got out destroyed. Of three. Yeah. Now I got to worry about that because they're going to, to Milwaukee starting Friday, I think. Jesus. <sighs> That's all I need. Have to worry about a red hot, red hot, quote unquote, <laughs> A's Oakland team. A's team <laughs> against my pick for this week. <sighs> Now you want to talk how how far the the great, the mighty have fallen. Toronto starting pitcher Alec Manoa, Oof. who finished third Oof. in the Cy Young voting last year in 2022, he has cannot, been so bad he cannot find the strike zone to save his life. Got lit up completely in his last start. I think he got one out, lit up. Six, seven runs. Yeah, he's been absolutely The Blue Jays make the tough decision to send him all the way down to the lowest level, the Florida Complex League. Yeek. You got to do something to try and get his head right. Right, because you're going to need this guy. The way things are going in the AL East, of course, all teams – in that division, still above 500. It is a monster division. Now, could you see four teams make it? Probably. No wild cards from the Central, obviously. No. But uh, I I don't know, because the Astros and the Rangers, I think, are both going to make it in the West. So you got to be in that top three in the East. Bottom two aren't going to make it, even if they're above 500. Right. Interesting things going on in baseball, kids. Yep. Hey, we have an early chase for history. Mr. Arias is hitting over 400 right now. Sitting at 401. He's shown he is a solid contact hitter. And he's living up to it right now down in Miami. Yeah, and as we, you know, Dave and I love to rip on the bottom feeders of baseball, the Royals, the A's, the Pirates. The Marlins will always surprise you. It might take them three, four, five years, but they look pretty good right now. And that trade, even though they gave up, what was it, Pablo Lopez? Good young pitcher to the Twins. To get this kid back. To get Coming Arias. off a batting title in the American League. Uh-huh. Now, so like now, you say, hitting 400 third of the way through the season in the NL. It's pretty damn impressive. Yes. Yes. Little tiny, tiny part of me rooting for the Marlins. Little tiny, tiny part of me. Little yeah. small infinitesimal. I've, even though he played for the Twins in the same division... You, I've always admired the way this guy was batted. And you want to talk about baseball karma? So they grab the AL batting champion, right? Get him away from the <laughs> Twins, bring him in. They have the reigning NL Cy Young champion, Sandy Alcantara. 
Yep. He's been awful He's this been year. Brutal. He's he completely has forgotten how to pitch. And almost not quite as bad as Manaya, but getting close. Right. Right. Yet somehow they are what six games I think above five hundred right now. Yeah. Beating the the big budget twin or big budget Mets. Yes, in the yep. uh, NL East. Yeah. So go Marlins, go Arias. I would I would love to see him finish the year over 400. It's such a rare accomplishment. This guy's got the talent and plate discipline to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to root for the underdog once in a while. You yeah. got to. And I don't know if I don't know if you consider the Rays an underdog anymore. I really don't. No, you can't call the Rays They're an underdog. They're a smart, well-run organization. Yes, they don't spend money, but come on. It's gotten to the point now where they don't surprise you anymore no, with their success. They don't. It's been over a decade. They know what they're doing. They're a good team. The Marlins would be a shocker. Yeah. The Pirates would be a shocker. The Reds would be a complete shocker. And they've been playing better lately. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they just brought up their top prospect. Yeah, who's been lighting it up. So they, they've got reason for hope right now. Which is just another wonderful way to look at the NL Central with the Cubs and the Cardinals wallowing in, <laughs> in the last place. Two yeah. <laughs> How do you like that, kids? Buy another beer at Wrigley Field. <laughs> yep, spend another 20 bucks on a one. Jesus. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Dave and I alluded to the fact that the biggest stories... Not all the big stories, but the biggest stories revolve around stadium talk in the NFL this week. I know. The Bills kick off the groundbreaking for their new stadium up in Orchard Park. So, guaranteed, there's public funding there, of course. But once it's done, the contract is there. It guarantees the Bills to be there for the next 30 years. And if they move, there's massive penalties involved. So, and let's face it, why would the Bills leave Buffalo with that fan base? Yeah. No, they're they're set. Yep. Of course, our team, the Chicago Bears, have found another way to fuck things up. Well, no. Well, I know. It's, it's not their fault necessarily. It's the Cook County Assessor who did something majorly underhanded, borderline illegal. Because assessments on taxes are supposed to be on the current value of the property. When it's public knowledge that the Bears were looking at purchasing Arlington Park, I what well, it was six hundred percent increase in the value of assessment. I think it was something stupid like that that this guy appraised it at. Not before it was sold. You have to do it on the current actual value. He took knowledge and bumped it up illegally. So there's a lot. They're wondering, did the mayor, previous or current, tell him, hey, bump it up so we can try and keep the bears here at Soldier Field? 
what kind of underhanded crap is going on there in Cook County? And let's face it, it's one of the most corrupt counties and one of the most corrupt states when it comes to taxes. Yep, absolutely. So now the Bears have come out and said because of all this mess with the high property tax assessment, they are no longer focusing solely on the Arlington Heights land in terms of a new stadium, nope, even looking. though they are going to follow through on the purchase. Yep. No, now they're looking at Naperville in a different area. You know where I'd like to see them look? Berwick. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in there. <laughs> if you kids don't get that reference, shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, All right. Third headline just breaking today. Jacksonville has put forth their initial stadium proposal to Duval. Uh, now, so far, things don't seem contentious, which we did. We forgot to mention in baseball. Oh, yeah. The, the A's in Las Vegas. Yep. No vote yeah. put forth on the stadium funding package. No, the, the state government left their session without even discussing it. And they only meet once every two years. Yeah. Now, the they, governor has said he will call for a special session to bring this up along with something else. There's a couple of other things that need to be resolved as well. So we'll see. But now Jacksonville, with this initial proposal, going back to football, doesn't seem overly contentious right now. Seems like they are agreed that they'll go 50-50 on this new stadium, which is projected to, again, this is not just the stadium. The new, the new way you'll got to look at this is the stadium plus the, the surrounding. There district. you go. The entertainment district, the surrounding area. So this Jacksonville proposal looking at about $2 billion, but that's including the surrounding area. Yeah. See, now the Bears, they're looking at the Bears themselves are going to fund the entire $2 billion stadium. They're looking for infrastructure assistance for the entertainment district, getting the streets, the piping, plumbing, sewer work, all right. of that. They're looking right. for help on that. There's no public tax money for the stadium. Well, and that's the thing. I think that's the way a lot of these, that's what Jacksonville, from what I read of this initial proposal, even though they're, they're in a very early stage agreement on the 50-50 split, the 50% part for the county, the city and the county, is going to be the entertainment district for the most part. Yeah. A little bit will go back to the stadium, but basically 100% of the funding for the, the district around the stadium will be the taxpayer money, where the owners, the cons, We'll yeah. take over the the vast majority of the expense burden for the stadium itself. Of course, gambling is back in the headlines. <laughs> and Goodness. it involves the Indianapolis Colts. Cornerback and kick returner 
Isaiah Rogers looks to be the focus of an investigation where he gambled and he gambled on Indianapolis Colts games. That is the most egregious betting faux pas ever. That is the biggest no-no. I want to give you credit. Years ago, years ago, when this ugly specter, this dark shadow of gambling started to rise, started to creep into our lives where it was like, okay, it's going to go outside of Vegas. It's going to start. It's coming. And I know you were the one that said, you watch how this is going to devastate sports, how these players will not be able to stay away from it. Nope. How can you regulate? There's going to be corruption. People are going to bet on their own sport, own team. They have insider information. Yeah. (sighs) I don't know what these leagues are going to be able to do to combat this. It's the genie's out of the bottle right now. Yeah. And, of course, we talked about Vegas getting involved. And then now they've got hockey. They're getting baseball. They've They've got got football. football And they're going to try to get basketball. Yep, they're going for the... The, tri- the, 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 the quad the factor. quad factor yeah they're, they're going to try to get all four major sports like the big cities do i <sighs> i tell you what and again something i think we've talked about before if the nba moves into las vegas watch out you are going to see it's gonna a be monumental ugly. mess of corruption violence gambling I better. I got to get out the chicken ranch before they move the NBA players in, because I won't be <laughs> able to get, get in there. Exactly. Jesus, I can't compete with them. <laughs> you kidding me? You don't have the money to spend on that. No, I can't make it rain like John Morant. Finally, media news. Little, little bit of an interesting tidbit to wrap up the. Uh, the NFL sports talk this week. Again, just hit today. We we know they have live golf. The CW's trying to start to slowly crawl up Dig the ladder. Dig their way out of the abyss that they put themselves in. Right, with the new owners. they The new owners realize they've got to get into the sports game. So, of course, the first thing they did was grab the rights to live golf. Hopefully, for them, this whole new deal we talked about in segment one yep, with the will PGA. work out for them. So they look smart mm-hmm. in maybe being a little bit ahead of the curve. But now the CW has also grabbed the rights to inside the NFL. Really? Paramount Plus Showtime no longer want to be associated with Inside the NFL, which has been around forever. Good grief. That is like the original sports show. The weekly show, highlight the, show. Yeah. Yeah, the weekly NFL highlight show. The CW will yeah, now. Inside the NFL is to football what this week in baseball used to be to the MLB. Great, great comparison. Yes. So now the CW will have Inside the NFL. Good for them. Yep. So, again... 
it's sports. Sports drives everything. This is why ESPN can charge $10 per subscriber to the cable networks. And that's why they're talking about going out on their own. Is because the greedy bastards that they are, yep, think they and you can know, get fifteen a month from from people I'm, on a standalone. I'm actually watching less and less ESPN. The only thing that right now that There's, I watch is the live content. I used to watch some of the shows PTI around yeah. the horn before they got political. Yeah. Sports there's, Center, no more. I there's watch very that. little ESPN that I watch. Again, I'm telling you, it's got to be the live sporting events, and that's it. Yeah, and there's College not that football, and there's not once that in a while many that are on there that I care for. A, I know, I know. So they have driven themselves almost to the brink of extinction. But we are not extinct. We are still We're alive just getting and going. kicking. In the immortal words of Simple Minds, we're not Simple Minds either. No, no, we are not. But we have one last segment left. And again, wait for the curveball at the end, kids. You did not see this coming. Dave and I have about 20, 25 minutes left to regale you with some more sports news and takes. Yep, NASCAR being the big part of the segment. So hang out. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Kyrie Irving. NBA superstar of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, the Boston Celtics. Whoops. Brooklyn Nets. Damn. Dallas Mavericks. And while I may leave a trail of wreckage wherever I go, I still like to spend my off time listening to Sports Frenzy on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Apple, Overcast, CastBox, Stitcher, Amazon, and Audible. And if you don't like it, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Hell, nothing's ever my fault. Kyrie is never, ever wrong, people. All right, kids, third and final segment here. Taping June the 7th, 2023, Sports Frenzy 2.0. This will hit, as always, Thursday morning, June the 8th. I am the maestro, Kevin Crane. I'm the conquistador, Dave Height. It is time for racing as we get ready for a lot of breaks and changes and different things going on here. The upcoming Sonoma race will be the last for the Fox broadcast team, sadly. And then we get subjected to NBC. And the abysmal Steve Letarte. For the rest of the NASCAR Cup season, we have got some interesting headlines to discuss in NASCAR in the Cup Series and out. Dave's got some very interesting stuff involving Le Mans. But first, recapping last week's race at worldwide technology raceway that would be the enjoy illinois 300 you know it's funny worldwide technology sponsors the track yet they had crappy internet throughout the weekend they had issues with the transmission of the coverage 
it was it was it was sad with all of that going on. Where was the technology? That's what I want to know. <laughs> now, of course, Chase Elliott was suspended, did not run in this race, got his second waiver for the playoffs. Whatever. He still has to win one. And I think Chase Briscoe is in that camp now. And now also Eric Jones falls into that camp where they're going to have to win races to get in. Yeah. Because now Eric Jones, Legacy Motor Club, the latest to get hammered for an L1 violation post-race at St. Louis. Yep. A greenhouse modification. Yep. Illegal modification to something with the roof line, the windows, somewhere in that area. 60 driver points, 60 owner points, five potential playoff points. Crew chief gone for two weeks and fined $75,000. I'll tell you what, NASCAR is not messing around this year. They told everybody we're not putting up with any modifications or illegal parts. Of course, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, both had their crew chiefs ejected for failing inspection twice before the race. Still working on the 2024 schedule, the last schedule before the Broadcast rights deal comes to an end, the current one, with Fox and NBC. God, please let Fox take it all. But as far as the schedule goes, interesting rumor pops up today. The Xfinity series has run here in the past, but now they're talking in 2024, possibly the Cup series going up to Montreal for the circuit I know, I, I, I don't know. Poo-poo, pee-pee. <laughs> I can't speak French worth a damn, but Circuit... Villeneuve. There you go. I guess that's better than mine. I don't know. Jacques Villeneuve. He's a driver who used to run the Indy 500. This no, is this track. is for his dad. This is Gilles. Gilles is Gilles. Jacques' dad. Seriously? They yes. in the track after him? Yeah. Because he was a major racer. When up do in I Canada. get circuit maestro? When do you get circuit conquistador? We really? we the have not won of... any championships. But this is on a uh, an island track. Yeah, island road course. Right. So rumors and momentum <laughs> starting to build that the Cup Series looking to go international. So are they going to drop Circuit of the Americas? Are they going to drop Watkins Glen, Sonoma? They can't drop can't, Sonoma. I can't see them adding another road course without dropping one. They going to take away the Indy road course and put the oval back there, on? I could see that. That would be that. the thing to do. I could, But then they're going to have to take a race away from another oval. Unless they take, we don't. They're gonna take Indy out completely. I don't. They see can't that. take Indy out. That's completely. what I'm saying. So if so, if, yeah, take one of the Kansas races away. Oh my God! Yes, please. Yes, Jesus. take a Kansas race, put it back on the Indy Oval, 
and throw the Indy Road course up in Montreal. Boom! There you go. Problem solved. You're welcome. Yeah, I think that would be the best way to go. Because you're not getting rid of Indianapolis, but they have been talking about alternating the road course and the regular oval. So, yeah, if they want to keep the road course number the same, you move that race up to Montreal, take a race away from a boring cookie-cutter track. Exactly. And then go back to the Indy Oval. All right, so St. Louis, the first pretty much full race I have watched in the last month and a half. Even with the lightning delay? I went to Menards. <laughs> I did. I went to Menards during the lightning delay, got back, and they were just getting ready to go. So it worked out perfectly. There you go. Except for the fact we almost ran over somebody on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Not our fault! They cut in front of you, didn't they? Because there was a, a car blocking the sidewalk, so they decided, well, I'll just jut out into the middle of the main road. And not road. look to see right. if anybody's coming? Right. Yeah. So, anyway, I watched almost all the race. I, I watched... breaks here and there, but... After the lightning delay. Missed the first part of it because I had to go to a baby shower. Only five laps. I know. Only five laps before the lightning delay. <laughs> so... Thankfully for the lightning delay, I didn't miss most of the race. Yep. So, in the end, a dull, boring race. It was not great. Even our pick, Martin Truex Jr., who had a pit violation, mm. had to go back, ended up making all the ground up with a, a good tire gamble at the end, but he ended up fifth, where he was probably going to end up either way. Yeah. Because, Frustrating. Because these... These cars were not going to move all that much. You cannot pass with these cars that well. No. No. So Kyle Busch gets the pole, and Kyle Busch wins the race. Wins one segment, finishes second in the other. <clears throat> and wins the race. There yeah, you go. Almost max you. points. Yeah. Pretty much a dominating win for Dirty Bush. Yep. And Austin Dillon is a little bitch. It was a racing instance with Austin Sendrick. They were there three wide. It could not go where they were on the track. One came up, one came down. It was a racing incident. That's all it was. Dylan's crying, he should be parked. He wrecked me on purpose. No, Dylan, he did not. Austin Dylan's just upset because his season is pretty much in the crapper yep he's being outshined by his teammate and he should have expected it because let's face it dylan is not a great driver no he's got respect. his ride because of his family yep grandpa put him in that ride yep so now again with the the weird part of the schedule we're dealing with the last broadcast for fox and then the really annual ridiculous decision to not race on father's day that's so the drivers can spend time with their kids oh screw it we want to see a race i'm a father i want to see a race i want options it's my day 
You're going to make me spend time with my kid? Baseball plays on Father's Day. Golf. They golf on Father's Day. That's the one thing we got to look forward to next weekend is what? The U.S. Open. And all the live golfers and the PGA golfers will be hugging it out. (laughs) Rory and Brooks will be French kissing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I doubt that. Brooks is going to be French kissing that hot woman he's got back at home. (laughs) Oh, man. So we've got one final race with Mike Joy and Clint Boyer and whoever the guest commentator will be, which I love how they rotate the guest commentators in and out. Hopefully be smoke. I'd like to see smoke. I thought they were going to have, I can't remember who I heard they were going to have. But we do have hope next month, of course. SRX comes back. That's right. So we'll have that. But it's our Saturday night racing. Yes. No, Thursday night. No, oh, that's right. It's moving back to Thursday night. Thursday on night ESPN. Thunder. Thursday night Thunder is back. Yeah. God, I got to watch ESPN. All right. You just said you don't watch ESPN. Now I'm going to have to watch <laughs> you ESPN. Hypocrite. You hypocrite. <laughs> They're giving me a reason now. <laughs> The final Fox race, race 16, June the 11th, 2023. The Toyota Save Mart 350 from Sonoma. The hoity-toity wine area. You and I are of like mind, as is Bill, coming off his suspension. Yep, it's a road course, so who else are we going to go with? He has got to win. The pressure is going to be on. Former champion can handle the pressure. I'm making no bones about it. I'm going to take Chase Elliott yep. for every road course I've got left. I, there, I know I might have to. You're going to have to pick one or two others. Right. Chase, th- this is not his best I road know. course. I know though. it's not. I know it's not. I know. So I flirted with going with Suarez for a back-to-back. So you and I and Bill take Chase Elliott, Sam and Aaron take Daniel Suarez. Of course, we can't forget the dinger. Yep. We can't forget Tyler Reddick. Nick has got Denny Hamlin, and Doug is taking Kyle Larson. Seven uh, of the eight panelists with their bad. picks in with about an hour to go before the nobody deadline. nobody took a shot with Christopher Bell. He runs the road courses fairly well, too. I just think they're going to figure out a way to get Chase a win as soon as possible. They don't want to build the drama up. They want to make sure we he get gets him in. in. So that's what I'm thinking. There you go. You are going against your usual thought process going with the race sponsor car. I know. I know. I usually do that, right? At Ford race, I take Ford. Toyota race, you take a Toyota, Chevy, a Chevy. Nope. Nope, not this time. Nope. I can see the the wheels working behind the scenes with NASCAR. They're, they're yeah. starting to sweat a little bit. We got to get. Well, we got to get the most popular we driver. We had to bench his ass, so now we have to make. We've good. given him two waivers now: one for the snowboarding injury, one for the game, the uh, race suspension for wrecking Denny Hamlin. We got to get him in somehow. That's yep. my one fear, by the way. That's my one fear. That Denny will take him out if he gets yes. a chance. I know. Yes. I know. I think there's a warning there that the two of them have got to take it easy. But, yeah, that's the thing. 
if he wrecks Chase, he's going to be gotta sat get for two. He's got to get. They're going to sit him for two. You have to at that point. Yep. For the retaliation. All right. So there's our picks. Little bit of NASCAR outside of the United States as the Hendrick Chevy Garage 56 entry made its way across the pond over to France for the 100th running of the 24 Hours of Le Mans on the Cirque de la Sarthe. It's going pretty well for the team. Granted, they don't get to run for a win or a class win because they're in the experimental one-off. But they've had a great showing so far while over there. Uh, coming right out of the box, they've been faster than the uh, GTE class that they're closely associated with. They're not the hypercars. They're not the LMP super. So doing well. they uh qualifying the, the 62-car field. They qualified 38th overall, almost four seconds faster than uh, any of the other LMGTE class cars that they're associated with. And when it came to the pit crew competition, they won that LMGTE class. They won the pit crew for that part. They were fifth in time overall on the pit stops. And they're the only team using a floor jack to jack up the car. That's what impresses me. Every other team uses the pneumatic jacks to raise the car, all four tires up at once. So they have definitely been there to impress. They are doing very well. This weekend, it's going to be exciting. There you go, so, kids. Check out as much of the 24 hours as you can. The Centena whatever, the 100th running, should be good. Ferrari is on the pole as expected in the hypercar class. And their big return to Sarth. Yeah, see, I actually know a little bit about what you're talking about, thanks to GT, Gran Turismo. <laughs> the, the track, the hypercars. I actually understand that. Yeah, this is this is over an eight-mile course. You know what? And I should check this weekend, everybody out there, Dave included, who's got Gran Turismo, the latest version. I would check this weekend for an update. I would imagine oh, they might with Le Mans this weekend. Update. Maybe put we something out there. We just had an update at the first of the month. I know. And they've been very lame Which about that. three cars. Whoop yeah. de friggin' do. How about you give us some more track? How much you give us some more races? Yeah. So that's why I'm saying maybe with this being a, a another big racing weekend. Yeah. How about you actually going back to last week with Monaco? Why don't you update yeah. with the Cote d'Azur? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I missed that thought track. That, you know, that would have been the weekend to really update everything give us something really cool, really new. Yeah. No, I want the Cote d'Azur track back in GT. Yep. They, this game initially starts out really well, but yeah, they have not updated enough and they have not, the collector level stalls out. 
too early. So yes. what's the point they of having it? But going. they've tried to force you to buy more cars, even about, though it doesn't help you. Yeah. Give us more races on each of the tracks. You have tracks to add. You've got so much potential there with it that you're not taking advantage of. We apologize for our little racing, you know, video game digression. There. Yeah, that should have probably gone to the weekend edition. <laughs> no, no, it's fine where it is. No, GT Gran Turismo has declined in the 25 years since it started. Well, at least this one was better than sport. Oh, sport GT7's better than sport. Yeah, but no, from when it, the first few, first three or four that you had were phenomenal. So many tracks, so many races for each one. They've gotten chintzier and chintzier with each subsequent yep. up, uh, version. Yep. All right, a couple other headlines before we move on. We've talked about the Kentucky Derby. We talked about the rough times around the running this year of the the Kentucky Derby and the dead horses. Well, now the unfortunate count of dead horses went up to 12. And as a result, Churchill Downs will be suspending racing operations as of today, as we tape. Good. June they the need 7th. to figure their shit out. Yep. Not unprecedented, but a very rare move for a major, major racetrack, in this case, probably the most famous in the United States. We talked in the past, sometimes on the weekend edition, sometimes here on the sports edition, about Wrexham, the soccer team <laughs> owned by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Wrexham AFC. Now, this could have been a dumbass. Did not put it in the dumbass segment because I don't want to rip on the women's national team. But <clears throat> in this weird million-dollar tournament they've got going on, male teams against female teams, it's just a whole... It's a cluster that yeah. they're trying to get more people interested in uh, soccer. And, of course, Wrexham overachieved last year. So they get in this, and of course, they end up facing off against the U.S. women's national team. Wrexham wins 12 to nothing. <laughs> but the Whatever. women still want to be paid equally. Yeah, there you go. Listen, it's all about the fact that, again, men and women are built differently. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Now, if you wanted to have the U.S. women's national team beat a men's team, they should have played the men's U.S. national team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been easy pickings. <laughs> All right, one moment of silence real quick. Roger Craig, not the football player, but the baseball manager. San Francisco Giants, San Diego Padres. Of course, in my life, most well-known for managing that 89 team with Will Clark that knocked <laughs> the Cubs out of the playoffs. So, 
if you want me to say something nice about the passing of Roger Craig, you won't get it. Oh, what? What? I hear something. Thoughts and prayers to their family and friends. All right, here's the curveball. Here's the curveball we've been alluding to. Foreshadowing. Dave and I are going positive this week. That's right. We do not have a Red Foreman Dumbass of the Week. Instead, we have multiple Clint Eastwood Badasses of the Week for you. How about that, kids? It's all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and mating. lap dances. Yes. How about that? I have actually have three. Dave's got one. I've got the fun one. I will start off. Let's stay with golf. Let me give you two on golf, and then I will let you go. All right. First up, Clint Eastwood, badass of the week, Rose Zhang. Who is Rose Zhang, you might ask? This young lady wins her LPGA debut tournament. Good for her. The first time that has ever been done since 1951. When the when it started? She got in to the tournament on a sponsor exemption. Tiger Woods did the same thing in his first tournament. Tiger Woods, I believe, finished roughly 64th. <laughs> Rose Zhang wins her first tournament earns her tour card good for her right out of the gate i right love out of the it. gate she i is love in. it bing bang boom rosang you are a badass that is so cool yep now this one dave's not gonna like but sticking with golf of course leading off this episode we talked about the big news the merger between the pj tour and live golf Well, there was a certain person who put out a social media post on July the 18th of 2022 talking about how the PGA Tour players were going to regret not taking the live money because there was going to be a merger down the road. (laughs) Who was that person, you might ask? That would be one. Donald Trump, former and future president of the United States of America. And you know, it all comes back around because his golf courses are set to play a prominent role in the Live Tour and now the PGA going forward. Hmm. Hmm. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, he can use all the the profits and the proceeds to pay off all his legal bills. (laughs) (laughs) How many more porn stars does he have to pay off? Yeah. Man walks around a corner in a city. Oh, you're sued. There's another 10 million. (laughs) Pay up, Donald. (laughs) Yep, there you go. All right. I'm going back to hockey. And Las Vegas, the Hustler Club, the Gentleman's Club, has said that 
if the Las Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup, every member of the team and staff will get free platinum VIP membership and free lap dances for life. How is that not incentive to win it all? Right there. Yeah, outside of a couple weeks ago, we talked about Jimmy G getting that offer. <laughs> yep. So from the chicken ranch, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Hustler Club, the female GM. I forgot to write her name down, but badass move on her part. So again, this shower of positivity <laughs> that we're giving you this week, I will give you the final one, the final little droplet. Poker pro Tom Dwan wins $3.1 million, the largest ever pot one on a TV or streaming platform. And the thing is, he he kept fighting this other guy who was bluffing the whole yeah. time. Yep. And and this wasn't tournament money. This was their money. Yes, absolutely. Th that's why I'm saying this guy is a badass to yep. stick with this. And the other guy is sitting there bluffing and bluffing. Of course, he doesn't know. Yep. Pot gets up to 3.1 million. So I am sorry. I am not a huge gambler by any stretch, but damn. Tom Dewan's got some big ones. He is a badass. Absolutely. How about that? Look on the bright side. I think of things, this Dave. is the first time ever. How about that? We're not all negative. No. As Monty Python used to sing, always look on the bright side of life. Maybe we're having a positive impact. Maybe all these people listen to the show it's and like, they say, wow. we need to not be on the red We foreman. don't want to draw their ire. Yes. We don't want to be named on the red foreman dumbasses of the week. We don't want to be on the plane of doom. So let's do some positive things. Let's stay out of trouble. Keep a low profile. I am very proud of everybody out there. All you athletes, agents, owners. Hey, can we keep it going for two weeks in a row? <laughs> I'd say no. We're probably going to have 20 dumbasses next week. I, I guarantee. We're going to have an entire segment. I guarantee at least a dozen. We're going to have an entire segment dedicated to dumbasses. We're going to have at least a dozen next week. You watch. <laughs> Karma will come back and bite us in the ass. It will be the biggest dumbass or not segment. There will be in the no history. badasses, 20 dumbasses. You watch. Take this as inspiration, kids. Go out and do something positive. Yep. Do something good. Don't forget, check out the weekend edition on Saturday morning where we tell you to what to watch, listen to, read, what to avoid. We got you covered. Foo Fighters, Rival Sons, James Bond novel from last year that Dave and I both read. Yep. Some news, some trailers coming up. Yep. Things Got are going to be review. good. New Joe Pickett season started. We'll talk about that. So 
Check out the weekend edition, kids, while you're fighting off that hangover Saturday morning. We'll talk to you later.